Good afternoon, Farah. How are you? Awesome. Yeah, I know, because you're like <laughs> super famous. I'm amazed you managed to fit me into your incredibly busy schedule. Well, you know, Greg, you're my buddy. I uh -huh. always have time for you. Seriously, I do. Absolutely. You know that. Um, I'm just absolutely so excited for you at the moment because things are just happening for you on social media just now and I just it's it's amazing I mean it's amazing to me who knows you because you know it's it's you've done this really brave step you know you've you've taken a, a step into that world in the first place which you know I remember when you were tentatively going on oh, I don't know if I want to do a even a picture on LinkedIn, you know, <laughs> and then it's videos on LinkedIn, and then then it's dancing on TikTok and Instagram Reels, and then it's just taking off. I mean, I'm making it sound like you're dancing, and that's it. But obviously, you know, it's it's been this fantastic journey. I'm going to use the word journey, Vera. Um, okay. But to like see, it, and it, but it's just suddenly, very very quickly just taken off for you so how, how did this kind of come about in in oh. in in recent terms I mean obviously like I say I mean you kind of been dipping your toe into like like all of us doing doing your thing and putting up your business posts and blah 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 but then there's this con the, there's this conscious shift in positioning you know your content the kind of content that you were doing and I think that's the thing that's really, really fascinating. And then that's the thing that's resonated is that you've set yourself out there as this is who I am. This is my background. Accept me for who I am. And your the community that you've been pitching to has just totally embraced you. And it's just taken off. You know, thanks a lot for that, Greg, and I love your support and how you've supported me throughout the years and we got to know each other. Um, you asked the question, how, what happened? Lockdown happened. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened. I think that was a reset button for me to analyse and reflect on my life um, as an individual human being uh, and finding what I really want in life because it's not about your nine-to-five job and going out and working and do-do-do-do and being a robot. Um, I'm always a, a really into self-development which I've understood me and I've understood my self-worth and how do I give back? How do mm. I help my community? Because as I was growing older and when I was a young girl, I had, didn't have a role model. And you weren't sure if you were doing the things right or wrong. There isn't any right and wrong. So I just used social media platform and just twisted it a little bit. Really, in the nicest possible way is to have that fun factor and give out facts to people that, mm. look, these things matter. Um. And let's let's go into that a little bit. I mean, specifically, you know, you're talking about um, you know your your heritage and, and and your culture and the things that have mattered to you growing up and the things that matter to your community. Um, what do you think has been? It, it, has there been one particular thing that's just sort of resonated that then just kind of took off? Do you know what? Um... When you actually think about it, it really goes back. Um, what really infuriates me is that we've got such a beautiful religion 
Islam is a very peaceful religion and it's been tarnished with the wrong brush. We get called terrorists, we get called, um, look at that woman, she's wearing a headscarf, how dare she wear it? Um, why is she standing beside us? I mean, I faced racism as I was growing, uh, growing up. And, but then there was a lot of awareness out there as well, but I had to push myself out, out of my comfort zone and be who I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of who I am now. Whereas before I used to hide, and you're right, I used like LinkedIn, no way, photograph, get away. Mm -hmm. That's the last thing I wanted. But it's really important to be the person that you've envisioned someone else to be so you could have a role model and look up to them. So I decided then why can't I just go out there and just be myself? Absolutely. Why? Yeah. Why do I have to wait for someone else to take to give that you, you know, Or to give you permission. Yes. Yeah. But I think, you know, the irony is is then that what's happening is because you're doing this you know people in the community are seeing you're giving them permission to ask those questions um and you know to be themselves yeah absolutely and it's really really important is to be yourself why would you be anybody else why would you want to pretend to be anybody, anyone else if you can't just be yourself and be proud of who you are be proud of your religion be proud of your heritage yeah yes i'm living in the western world i've been born and, and bred here this is, this is my my home and just because i wear a headscarf people ask me how long have you been here mm -hmm. like that's so rude mm -hmm. how dare you because i wear a headscarf Mm -hmm. but I'm just like anybody else and these are the these are the problems struggles that our community are going through South Asians all of us we're all going through the same thing so what was it you did first um in terms of content I and mean, because because you you started to do specific content in that area I mean because you've always shared positive positivity and, and that kind of stuff uh and very much the self-development side of things but then there was this very definitive shift that was speaking to your community C can you remember that first post and that and was it a conscious decision because for, for me who is obviously a close observer you know it it looked like you're like okay i'm gonna do this because it's a brave thing to do because you you know it's not like everybody's just going to accept this and welcome it. You're putting yourself out there to get even more abuse as well um, and not just praise and acceptance from the community. But the thing is, um, it is really hard. You're absolutely right. It's the first thing is to actually put yourself out there and uh, talk about something that's really important to everybody's life. Now, I've gone through so much in my life. You'd need a box of tissues for this if I start telling you, Greg. Mm -hmm. But it's how I've overcome those obstacles, which was, has been really, really important for me. And then giving that information to others and letting them know that you're not alone. Yes, I've accomplished what I wanted to do and there's still more to come. But anybody, anybody can be out there and become what they want to become, but they have to overcome a lot of things and be that person that they want to do be. So you've got to create those foundations. You've got to get that, get yourself out there in order to do that. I started off with TikTok. TikTok, I thought is a great platform. I love it. It makes mm. me laugh, but I didn't see my fit. I didn't see Absolutely. a fit. I'm yeah. like, how does that work? And then 
during lockdown and I was telling the kids, I'm, your mum's going on top, like, TikTok and they're like, oh my God, you can't do this. You can't do, you know, you know, my kids are older, mm-hmm. like, oh my God, you're an embarrassment. I was like, really? I don't really think so. So we did a call. I was on a call with this global summit and I finished it. And then I don't know what the kids were coming up with. So I, I was just practicing the silly dance. I'm like, oh, this is great. And I'm like, why don't we do it? And we did it. And it was so funny because I got 100k views mm-hmm. on my very first video. And I'm like, why do people like me? I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? And the kids are like, I don't understand why people like you, mum. <laughs> But it's precisely because it's kind of going against, you know, the the, the idea they think, hold on, what is, you know, she's dressed like that and she's behaving like that. So there's yes. that. And then you're you're doing that here. So it immediately stands out. Yeah, and that's what I think it was to do. I had a pair of pyjamas on, right? I had a pair of pyjamas on and a top and my my head scarf because I was on that on, on Zoom because you can only see half bit. And yeah. I just jumped in and we started doing it and you need to go back and look at it. It was so good. And then that's, I think, that was a turning point for me is like, oh my God, there are people out there that resonate with what I'm doing. So this is a great opportunity to have do things in a fun way but still get the message mm-hmm. across it doesn't have to be lectures it doesn't have to be so sober why should it be so were you just doing like you know the fun kind of dance stuff initially before you then yeah you know just for the folks at home who haven't actually seen this um, you, you know you had done some of the dance kind of things and, and that's so then visually people are going huh you know does not compute but then you gradually start introducing some of these topics uh, and the things you wanted to talk about. Did you consciously like make a list or, or, you know, write down and go, you know, I want to talk about this. I feel really passionate about this. And I want to talk about that. I don't plan it. It's just what I feel. Sometimes you have a conversation and things trigger yeah. things in your mind and your past and then and you get a lot of DMs and people asking questions and that gives you the content as well. It's like, oh my God, they're all going through what I went through. Yeah. So then that gives me the content. So I don't plan it in a way because it's spontaneous and it's just something I just come up with and I'll just put it out there. The fact that you're reacting then to the DMs, I mean, to, to talk about it in a, in a tedious content marketing perspective, you know, you're putting out content you're analyzing the response to it and then changing what you're doing according to, I mean, that's that's kind of content marketing in a nutshell, but what you're doing, it, it just, it comes from a, a, a pure honest place for you. You know, it's, it's, you're passionate about it and you care about people. So then when somebody actually then says something and it sparks something in you, oh, well, that seems to resonate with them there. So then you're going to have this cycle of creating content that is just, you know, resonating with, with exactly. people. The thing is as well, Greg, I am very passionate about empowering women, young girls to become independent thinkers. Yeah. Because if I look back in my years, I wish I was that. wish I was that person when I was younger. And you're brainwashed into thinking things have to be done this way. But then why have they to be done that way? Why do we have to do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who tells us it? So we make her own rules but as long as you're doing it the right way I mean I have a daughter who's 25 years old and I've got a son who's 20 who's going to be 21 next week 
the thing is, I learned so much from my children. They helped me unlearn so many things that were brainwashed into my mind mm-hmm. at a very early age as they were growing older. And the, diff- the, the situations that they've been through and not fitting in. And those are the things that like, oh my God, there's a lot of people out there that are feeling the same way. So they never had a role model. Mm-hmm. They didn't have anybody to look up to. They look up to their parents. So it was really important for me as a parent to go out there and educate other parents. That is really important to educate yourself so that you can educate your children, then they can educate their children. Then that's where the compound effect comes. Were you thinking when you first started doing this kind of content that it would have the kind of effect that it did? Or or was it just, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be truthful and honest about the way I feel. Um, and, you know, and see how it goes. Do you know, I didn't have an agenda mm-hmm. and I still don't have an agenda. Yeah. My only purpose is to get the message across to as many people as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. If it resonates with them, I've done it. Mm-hmm. If not, so be. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there a particular area or a particular subject that you find really resonates in, in the community that, you know, more, more than anything, that whenever you you speak about that that thing, um, that you get the most amount of feedback from, it's gender equality. It's um, the LGBT community. Right. It's mental health. It's cultural differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all these things are important to people. Women being divorced. Mm-hmm. It's frowned upon to be divorced. So all those issues, they're all cultural issues. They're not religious issues, they're cultural issues. And you've got to separate them, really separate them to understand that this is religion. And if you follow it the way it's said, and it's peaceful and it gives you all the answers, but Mm -hmm. as soon as you mix them together, it comes across control and unnecessary power. Yeah, yeah. So are you, um, you you've got you've got you're creating content here and then you, you're then able to have direct communication with the, you know the people who are are, are contacting you um, and you've become for want of a better phrase an agony aunt to to a lot of these people and you know, and they can book time with you but what, what kind of form does that session kind of take uh, you mean the call itself? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is for those people um, who really need to speak to somebody because they're fighting within themselves because they don't know if it's the right thing or the wrong thing because their parents are telling you one thing, other people are telling you other things. There's a struggle inside. Mm-hmm. So I've just opened up the doors for those people who just want that open conversation where they're not judged. Mm-hmm. It's so important not to be judged. I don't claim that I'm a guru. I don't claim that I'm a coach or, or, or a therapist. I do not claim that. However, as a business connector, connecting people, I have access to all these wonderful experts who then I can say, look, these you need to talk to this person. Yeah. yeah. But let's have that initial conversation. Let's see if we can deal with it in that conversation. Mm-hmm. If there's nothing I can't help with, or sometimes, Greg, somebody just wants to listen. You just want someone to listen to you. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And if I can help someone go through a difficult situation, you know, and it's, it really hurts me when I think about it, they could be suicidal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And sometimes and, it's just that one person that, that's listen, going to listen yeah. that can, you know, help. That's right. Um, I think the thing that, I mean, I'm delighted, obviously, with, with you know, what's happening for you, but I think the thing more than anything else is because I know you, and I've known you for, I guess, about four years now, is that... Over four years now. Is, is, four is, years. It, is it now? Oh, my goodness. It is. <laughs> is, that, um, is that it comes from a, a pure place, you know, is that this is who you are. You're, you're not, this isn't an act. I mean, I will forever remember one of the first ever networking uh, events that I went to and at the time you were working for Nespresso so you, you would be at so many of these kind of networking events but the first time uh, I saw you um, uh, was at, at this event and as soon as I came in you were like you look lost and immediately you know em- embraced me into you know into the room and like okay who are you what is it you do and you know super friendly but then you need to talk to this guy you need to talk to this person um but but that's that wasn't your job. Yep. Your, your your job wasn't to do that. You know, but that's naturally who you are. So I think the thing is that's lovely about what it is that you're doing now is that it's just it's so natural to you. It's just oh wow, I, I can actually do this and do do good work. But it's it is one hundred percent who you are. And it's so, so important. And I keep saying that it's really important to be true to yourself and not go out there with an agenda. It doesn't work. It -hmm. doesn't work that. And it doesn't work for me either. And I like to see people who are real. I like to love to talk to those people who are real. I love to connect and I love to learn from these people. And it's really important for me as a role model for other children, other parents, is to be who you are. It is really important mm-hmm. and not be scared uh, for what others are going to think. So let, let's talk a little bit about the, the business side of things, um, because okay. we, we've been talking for a few years about you setting up this business networking thing and you wanted it to be a certain way and a certain thing. But then obviously COVID comes along and I mean, I remember you were talking about there's going to be premises and you're going to you know, do a certain thing. Um, but COVID's come along and it's basically made this happen probably in a better way, yeah, in a more cost-effective way. Uh, and it's sort of accelerated all that process. Um, so you've now got Farah networking. <laughs> networking, I love that. <laughs> It's like, it's, it's my name. It's my baby's name. Um, yeah, you're right. I wanted to open up the business cafe, a platform where people can eat, meet and connect. And again, you've, it came up from the idea when you go out to network and people walk in through that door, they're lost and it's a horrible feeling. It doesn't matter how confident you are. You walk into a room full of strangers, you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, who do I speak to? And that was the kind of atmosphere that I wanted to create for the business cafe. So you come along, you order a white cup, someone else orders a white cup of coffee. It means that you want to connect. And I just wanted to be there and connect them. But it's like that one connection can lead to 
another one, open up yeah. doors for something else. But yes, COVID happened, it happens. And I then had to stop and think about my life, my purpose, what is I want. But I'm glad in a way it's happened because it's created so many other opportunities. So I just mm-hmm. took my business idea and just brought it online. Mm-hmm. And I thought, why don't I just do that and and have this platform for the right reasons? Because yeah. I want to create a tribe full of people, a community of like-minded people from all over the world mm-hmm. that can reach out to each other and help and support. And we use the term, um, it's a small world. We used it very loosely before. Now I actually realise it's certainly a small world. Mm-hmm. You can sit we don't have to start together. singing that Disney song, do we? <laughs> oh, no, no, you don't have to. I can't say to save myself, don't worry about it. I won't start it. <laughs> You're the singer, I'm not. <laughs> so um, connecting people all over the world was really, really important for me because I've made so many connections. Farah Networking is there for the right reasons and it is to connect people, with, uh, to have those connections. It's not about what you do because I always say the day you stop selling is the day you will sell. Mm-hmm. And just being you, and people buy people, and that's a message that I want to give to all networkers. People say networking is rubbish, it doesn't work, but if it's done properly and effectively, it works. Yeah, totally. I mean, for me, um, if I hadn't been networking over the past few years, I would be doing nothing, doesn't it? Because I repositioned my business and what it was I was doing. I'm doing all these different things now. And it's not dependent on, you know, footfall of people coming into my studio or, you know, it, it, it's, it's changed um, what it is I do. I mean, obviously, I still do all those other things, but um, by being, you know, an online uh, version of, of that and doing uh, so many things that way, then it's just meant that, you know, I, I'm able to sustain. But it was all of these, you know, great friends that I've met through networking that, First couple of weeks of lockdown, it was like, listen, Greg, um, how's things going? Fine. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to send you a client this way, blah, 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 you know, and stuff like that. Um, and and I'm not a sales guy. I'm not, I'm, I'm always about um, totally the same as you. And I think that's why we get on so well is that it's about how can we help somebody? How can, if, if we're helping, you know, then long-term people actually go, you know what? He seems to actually be a pretty decent person. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's genuine um and it's it's a, a thing i actually talk about in whenever i'm doing you know workshops workshops and seminars and webinars is that you have to give with that expectation you know yeah. you're, you're offering value to your potential client um and without saying okay you do i'm doing this for you and i expect you to do that or or there's some implied kind of transaction that's going to take that's place right. at some point um, and I think that makes a lot of difference. It does. Absolutely. I've been approached by many people, organisations who've offered me thousands of pounds and I'm not lying, thousands of pounds to put my name against it and uh, join forces. You promote my services and you'll get a referral fee. And I've said no, because first of all, you don't know who I am. You don't know what I stand for. And I've got to be very, very clear with my members is what I'm doing. If I was to connect, connect to someone and then that person after six months understands that she's got commission from that, it's not going to sit well. It's no. not going to sit well. It's, you've got to do the connection for the right reasons. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It will work in, in many mm-hmm. organisations, but it doesn't work in my world. 
No, I, I, and I th I'm the same. I mean, there's, um, I'm I'm not going to be that that guy that's you know like give me that and I'll advertise your thing. You know, if you know if I'm going to do a, a, a video for somebody or a testimonial about somebody, people know that it's because I've used this person's services uh, or bought their product, and I thought there was value in it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's that makes a huge difference. And it, even just from difference. even just from yourself as well, you kind of like. I would feel unclean. <laughs> you know, it's like, no. but it's it's like, um, but it's. I mean, it's different if you're doing a commercial. You know, if somebody paid you to do a TV That's commercial, different. you know, yeah. because then it, you're obviously you're in that world, uh, and people are seeing. All right, they get paid to this. This is this is what it is. But it's whenever people are trying to kind of fool the audience by doing something on social that comes across as being maybe perhaps look, look like it's value driven, but really, yeah, there's actually a bit of dosh going on behind there. And, yeah. and that just always just looks crap. It doesn't work like that. But you know what? The, the biggest thing about networking is, is the friends that you make along your journey. Mm -hmm. And when I started the business, like yourself, Greg, you were the, one of those people that's reached out and you booked and you supported me, regardless of you attending or not attending. But you were there. You were there. It's That's early so in the morning, Farah, right? Okay, I was working till <laughs> two in the morning. I'm like, okay, just let you off it. But do you know what I mean? People like yourself, Jerry, so many other people who've reached out and supported me. Because if I wasn't networking, if I hadn't made those friends, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have had the business today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So do you, I mean, I, I, know, I know we're saying about um, with the social media side of things, there's just not an agenda and, and, and it is very much a response to kind of you know, the, the messages that you get and it's uh, you know, an organic thing. But um, what about the fire networking side of things? Uh, do you have you know, different plans for, for the future? Is there, is there a way that you want that to change and grow? Yes, it is growing. It's growing um, on, a, on a global level. And um, to me, it's all about quality, not about quantity. So I'm just trying to grow it in a way that we have the right type of members and for the right reasons. Under the umbrella of Farah, there'll be other stuff coming out as well under connections. So it could be connections, business connections. It could be social connections. It could be just getting people together for various reasons. So there's so much things that you could do under mm -hmm. that umbrella. Uh, but again, always for the right reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm really looking forward to your next videos on on tiktok i'm not entirely sure what that's going to be but i can't it, even tell you because i don't even uh -huh. know <laughs> but it, it always puts a smile on my face and i'm always i'm always shocked in a such a pleasant way because i know you i'm always like what's she doing now <laughs> you know but um, it's shocking it's so funny when other people come to me and say i saw you on tiktok it's okay when people don't know you and they're watching you and the people yeah. that know you and you're having conversation they'll say farah by the way i saw your tiktok and i'm like oh no please don't tell me that <laughs> it's funny it's like my wife anytime I, I play her some some new music and stuff i'm like listen i'm doing like i, I was working on this track the other day and it's got like this spoken bit in it now anybody else who doesn't know me here hearing it they'll be kind of like Sounds quite cool. Quite like that. Um, but my wife just sniggers. She she's just like, really? You're you're like talking at that bit, 
and she just can't take it seriously because she knows me, you know. And you, yeah. and it's it's having the object objectivity to kind of look at the content that you're creating and going, you know what? People in the in in the real world will look at this and kind of go, that was entertaining or you know educational or inspiring. Um, you know, it, it's going to tick one of those boxes. You know, it is. You're you're definitely right. And um, Greg, we were talking about this earlier as well. It's not all hunky dory. Mm-hmm. When you put yourself out there, people think, oh, my God, this person's doing really well. It's so good. But it's not. It's some people like you and some people don't. Mm-hmm. And you get those hate comments. Right. Absolutely. You get those people who are extremists. What you are doing on here? You should be ashamed of yourself. You are teaching our kids the wrong things to do. Ooh. A question here, actually, um, and especially about that. Do you um answer these people do you take them on and do you engage in debate with them or do you just no i block them move beat it (laughs) (laughs) that's probably the best way you know it's the best way i'm not going to boost my energy talking to them because i can't change Uh their perception if that's who they are they are if you're not wanting to listen to what i'm saying you're not like my content why are you on tiktok why are you on instagram Uh why are you doing that if you can't create positivity don't create negativity either but I, i it's and that goes to the, the marketing thing as well as I always say to people that, um, you know, everybody is not your customer, no. you know, and don't be wasting time pitching to somebody who's a no or trying to convert a no to a maybe to, you know, no. it's like, no, you preach to your tribe, you know, the people who are actually, you know, already there, you know, yeah. and there's going to be millions of them, you know, it's yeah. just, okay, let's, let's, let's find those people rather than, try and get somebody from a no to a maybe to a yes waste of time you're wasting your energy you're just wasting your energy yeah. no, you're absolutely right so um i'm, I'm gonna let you have a, the last word um what, what would be you know y- your advice to to people who are you know wanting to to dip their toe into the world of maybe use social media uh and to you know, find their voice um what would be you know a couple of words of advice you could give them? There's quite a lot of stuff that I could give out, but more important, I think we it's a theme of this conversation that we were talking about is just be yourself and you really need to put yourself out there. There's no right and there's no wrong. If your gut is telling you, follow your gut. Listen to what it's telling you what to do. And if you feel comfortable, just get yourself out there. Because Greg, we've got all these celebrities now during lockdown, they have to get back up there and they have to create that visibility. There's so many people who are very creative. You're one of them. Very creative. Yeah, yes. Very creative. They've got, they're full of ideas. But the only problem is that they don't have that celebrity status. They don't have that. But I think lockdown has opened up opportunities if you're creative, if you've got a voice, you want to put out a message, if you want to do anything, this is the best time to create visibility and come out of that comfort zone. Yes, there'll be haters. Forget them, block them, beat it. Let's talk to people who, who want to want to listen to us and just, just try it. Just try it and have fun. That's the most important thing. Absolutely. Farah, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome, Greg. Thank you for I, having d- me. I didn't swear. <laughs> How did we yes. do that? I think it's my presence then, Greg. That's it. Very calming and reassuring presence. Yes. Thanks, Farah. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank you.